everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of Wonderfilled Week. I am your host, Caitlin Corey. Today, we welcome back Julie Rakowskis to talk about what we are doing in quarantine. Hey, Julie. Hey, Kate. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me back again. I love being on Wonderfilled. I'm extremely thankful for technology during these quarantine times. Yeah, it's really life-saving. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe how much of a difference it's truly made. Like, if this had happened even when we were younger, I just couldn't even imagine. Oh, yes. The ability to connect right now with people is, it's just a privilege. Yeah, and I'm definitely not taking it for granted. No, same. Like, I see a lot of Zoom, uh, a lot of, like, Zoom memes, like, oh, I can't do another Zoom or this or that, but I'm like... I know what they mean, like especially when people are working um, like on Zoom or those apps, but for the connection part of it and for the social part of it, I'm down every day. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's just, it really, it's a way to preserve our social relationships and, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do that if this were a couple of decades ago. Absolutely. Okay. So I figured we'll just like sort of chat about what we're going through in quarantine, but sort of like keep it light and fun because people are probably like at overload at this point of like the heaviness and all of that. So I thought maybe we could just give some like tips, like some ideas, what we're doing. Maybe people can, can try some things out. Maybe they're doing the same. Maybe they'll understand what we're going through. That sounds great to me. Um, okay. So what are you missing right now during quarantine? What are you missing most? Oh, okay. What am I missing most? Well, definitely, um, seeing people in person. Um, I miss going out to places. Um, you know, not that I'm hitting the clubs at night. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I love going to concerts and plays and museums and, you know, Red Sox games and anything like that. I'm missing, like, the big social out-on-the-town things. I, I'm a pretty social creature, so that's um, it's wonderful to be able to see concerts and stuff online, but it's, it's not the same. Yeah, I fully agree. And I feel like it's going to be a while before the concerts and and those kind of like really big things. So that's huge, especially if you're like into that sort of like going to sporting events and going to concerts. That's really hard. It might be a while. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, I'm missing the same, like just going to grab a drink with a friend, like I'm missing like spontaneity. Like I'm missing. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's totally it. Yeah. Like I'm missing that feeling of being like, you know what? Like when just like that feeling moves you to do something. Like, hey, let's go to brunch tomorrow. Like, hey, let's do this. And I know this sounds so, like, trivial. And, of course, like, this whole episode is going to be sort of, like, just fun and light and a little self-indulgent. these are light light realities. Right. Um, But, yeah, I'm just – I think it's just overall I'm just missing that spontaneity, the freedom to just, like, go. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I take such pleasure in going online and seeing, like – who's coming to town, what's going on, what new restaurant has opened, and then even on a whim, going out that night and trying something different. So I can definitely feel you on that. Totally. Um, Okay, so I know for me, and I'm I'm not sure maybe you're feeling the same, like this is a very highly, like high anxiety time. Like I have anxiety anyway, and so I feel like it's on overdrive all the time now for the past month plus. Um, and I'm sure people who don't even have anxiety or this is just a very stressful, uncertain time. Um, so what, what sort of things are you doing to manage your anxiety or fear, uncertainty? How are you calming yourself? Um, walks. I know this is everyone's thing right now. I've always really enjoyed being a walker, but 
those are definitely life-saving. Most days I make myself get out and go for a really long walk and it makes such a difference in my state of mind when I do that. So that I have this, you've been to my apartment, but I have this really cool little nook, like this alcove. Love the Um, nook. The nook. (laughs) I call it my Zen meditation room, which is, it's hilarious because it's not a room. It is a nook. No, it's the Zen den. It's the Zen. Oh my how yeah. have I not called it that before? It's totally the Zen Den. It's the Zen Den, and that's all it will be from now on. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> so I have a little fountain and a salt lamp and a really soft little shaggy carpet. And so sometimes I go in there on the Headspace app and do a meditation, and it does wonders for the soul. Okay, I have Headspace on my list, too, for my – well, it's been calming me, like – even the on Headspace, do you find like even the one minute ones make a difference? And maybe before you never thought they would. But like a, a one minute difference. one can really make a difference. It's just that, you know, I said this to you before, Kate, but um, hopefully you guys are all following uh, Kate's Wonderful Week Instagram because I go on there and I'll see on the story, you'll have that picture and it says, take a minute to relax your jaw, relax the muscles in your face. It literally takes 20 seconds And just the reminder and the action of doing that calms me down so much. A hundred percent. I love, anytime I see one of those illustrations or memes, I always repost it because I, I do this thing where I take things I see as like a sign for myself. So if I'm watching a movie and it says like, take a deep breath, I take a deep breath. Like if it says like, you know what I mean? Like I always take those little signs as like, okay, I need to do that. There's a reason I saw that. So I always repost it for maybe the others to do the same. I instantly see it and then I do the action and it just, it's amazing when you're so conscious of what your body is doing and when you're very intentional about the way you're holding yourself, you can notice such a big difference. Such a big difference. I'm so grateful for the Headspace app and they're not even a sponsor of this podcast or anything and I feel like I plug them all the time, but it's because it really has made a difference for me. Me too. I bit the bullet at the beginning of the year and got the year long one. Um, and I've just been utilizing it. Who knew that 2020 would require so much meditation, but here we are. Here Um, we are. It's amazing. Yeah. I also have movement on my list, movement, headspace, and also music. I'm like, I love music. I feel like music is so healing. I've been listening to so much music lately. So I made this incredible playlist. It's very Lilith fair. It's like late nineties, female artists, like, um, it's got Paula Cole and Jewel and like just it's amazing. And all I the queens, all the legends. We need all to get queens. that. We need to and share this I'm playlist. Joan Osborne and Cheryl Crow and it's just so good and I have been listening to that on repeat so I agree with you about music. Yeah totally and I actually was going to ask you too what are you listening to so I guess you're just playing your your playlist on repeat I'm imagining. Oh my gosh on repeat that um yeah, I mean, a mix of everything, but that has definitely been turning the table the most. Yeah, um, one person that I've been listening to so much during the quarantine, and I don't know if it's just like nostalgic of listening to him as a child and teen, adolescent, um, and just the soothing music is James Taylor. I've been listening to so much James Taylor lately. Mm-hmm. I am up He's on the roof. I am up on the roof. I am down at the copper line. I am just like fully, I feel like I'm like in, where is he from? Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, somewhere in Mass. I feel like I'm with him. And also I'm listening to a ton of Casey Musgraves. I love Casey Musgraves. Ugh, rainbow on repeat. Hour, her golden hour record is genius. 
100%. I listen to Golden Hour when I'm feeling down and I want to like have a little release of a cry. And I'm listening to pageant material when I want to just like belt in the car mm, doing my aimless really drives. Yeah. yeah I love it. That's those are those are good choices. Have you taken any aimless drives? I love an aimless drive these days. Oh my gosh. So, yes, all the time. And I guess they're aimless, but then in a sense I feel like my aim is to get that that like feeling of spontaneity that you and I were saying we're kind of missing. Mm-hmm. It provides that a little bit for me. I go anywhere and everywhere. I've gone down a lot of the South Shore, down to Marshfield, Duxbury. I've gone to Hull. I'll drive by the coast. Obviously, beaches are closed and you can't park. But just driving along that stretch of coastline feels invigorating to me. I feel like you never take the ocean for granted. <laughs> never. I, never. Never. And right now you're like star-crossed lovers. You can't go visit the ocean as much, but you can at least do the drive-by, which is nice. I know. I'm a, I'm a creature of the sea. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that is another like calming thing to do is like, of course, we can't go anywhere. We're not encouraging anyone to. But like if you're safely in your car and your car is like sanitized, I feel like that's been a nice little escape for sure. And I think there's something scientific about the gravity of the tides and what it does for your internal balance. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, okay, something lighter. What are you eating in quarantine? Are you cooking? Are you trying something new? Are you like snacking? Did you mean to say, what are you not eating in yeah. quarantine? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. So relatable. Yeah. It's real. You know, I feel like a lot of people think they're eating so much more, but the reality, and I'm sure that we are all snacking. Trust me, I know that I am. But also, I think, you know, you're home cooking your three meals a day, and it probably feels like a lot because people are used to breakfast on the go, lunch at work, and just doing dinner at home. So, you know, people, I think, have been a little hard on themselves, but it's it's just you're cooking a lot more in your own kitchen. Right. Um, I have been, I haven't gotten too creative. I've eaten a lot of, I've made a lot of tacos because there's so many different ways to make them and things to fill them with, sweet potatoes, chicken, salsa, avocado. Um, And then, yeah, I've been snacking as I'll use corn tortillas and make tortilla chips, like very Tex-Mexy over here. Oh, I still have to get your air fryer. I got to link that too. And I feel like an air fryer is a game changer too. Game changer. Yeah, I, I forgot that. about that. I got to do that because I feel like, yeah, I'm using my crock pot a lot. Um, a lot of just like throwing it in the morning. It makes a big amount and just like, you know, eating out of that for the week. But yeah, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head. Like we're not really eating a ton more. It's just that we're not doing much of anything else. So the yeah. cooking all day, like you said, breakfast, lunch, and dinner feels like, oh my gosh, I'm eating again. But it's like you said, like you would be eating anyway. It's just that you would right. be doing 50 other things in between the meals. And now you might only be watching Netflix between the meals. <laughs> and like the eating has become your event of the day. Right. Instead of like your meeting, your work, you're picking your kid up from daycare, you're going to Pilates class. Eating is one of the only featured events we have to mark time right now. Right. Oh, God, you said that perfectly. And also, I feel like because it is the main event of the day, I'm, I have been getting a little bit creative and like trying to make it something fun. Because like I said, I'm missing that spontaneity. I'm missing the freedom to go. So I'm trying to like put all my energy into the cooking. So I have Casey Musgraves playing, you know, on the Echo. And then I'm like dicing it up in the kitchen. I've been doing a ton of like, um, same thing, sort of like Tex-Mex, a lot of tacos, like you said. 
Um, and I've also been doing like Santa Fe uh, stuffed peppers, veggie stuffed peppers. Those have been so good and filling and, and a little bit healthy because I know at night, like even if I'm making nice healthy meals throughout the day, it's inevitable like when nightfall comes, it's time for snacks and it's time yeah, for absolutely. Netflix and all the indulging. It's hard not to. Yeah. And I've been try at first, like I don't know if you experienced this, but at the beginning when we didn't understand the gravity of this and like we didn't know how, how exactly long it would be. I treated the first week sort of like the first week of college where you just load up the fridge with all your favorite snacks and like fun, totally. fun stuff <laughs> and like sort of treated being home like a snow day. Yeah. That sort of vibe, of course, before we knew the gravity. Um, but then after like a week or two of that, Ryan and I were like, we got to zone it down. Like we got to, no, so we got to rein it in. Thing. You load up on like tater tots and frozen pizzas and all totally. this stuff. It did feel very snow day-esque until it changed into more of a day-to-day -day reality. But that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. And then because in the beginning I was like baking, you know, every morning we're having fresh baked blueberry walnut muffins. At night we're finishing the night with like Reese's brownies like and I'm like I can't do this this is not sustainable <laughs> I mean it's a dream world right maybe not sustainable it's perfect for an actual snow day but not for this and especially where we don't know the, how long this will be I was like okay I have to like get back to some sort of routine that I'm comfortable with um in moderation for sure right but I the, the fresh baked blueberry muffins might be making an appearance on the weekend if I'm being I, totally I, honest I wholly vote for that and yeah I think they should because you know what? It's a pandemic. You got to treat yourself sometimes. Yeah. Let's absolutely. be honest. Or every time, like I do, every day. Oh, gosh. I know. I have to, like, scold myself. I'm, like, treating myself like a small child. Um, okay. Well, speaking of having snacks and watching Netflix, what are you watching? Okay. So I'm going to anger a lot of people who know me right now because everyone is like, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. Have you tried this series? Have you tried this series? And I'm sorry to say... If you've recommended a series to me lately, I've probably said, oh, I'll check it out. That sounds so good. And then I probably haven't watched it because I am a creature of comfort and I've been watching reruns of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Dawson's Creek. You know, you have to go back to nostalgia and what makes you feel comfortable, right? It's so comforting in these times, like those old friends, they feel like friends. It does. And it is, it is a very nostalgic thing. I'm a nostalgic person. I find it comforting. And I also love the late nineties fashion and wish that it was still in. Oh God. So good. It will never be, you know, never be as good as it was in the nineties. Although I feel sort of like, um, honored because I did recommend a show to you and you did watch it, but I don't think you finished it, but you got pretty far. And no, that I got is super far. the Mindy Project. And that's the Mindy Project, and that was so good. And I love Mindy Kaling. And, yeah, I was doing you a real solid there. You really were. I feel like I'm truly your best friend. If you listen to me, like, this is it. That's it. <laughs> um, so, yes, I will finish that one day, someday, maybe, maybe never. But, um, but you're, you you're so far. You're, like, so far. Because what's you're in the you last season, like, right? Am I? I don't remember now. It's been a while. Oh, Lord. You got to come on, girl. You got to commit. <laughs> okay. I'll, sure. Yeah, I'll check that out. Oh, uh, we know her lines now. People don't fall for it. Um, I am watching a ton of reality to escape reality, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, so I'm watching a ton of those Netflix, like, grungy competition shows, like Love is Blind, The Circle, Too Hot to Handle, like, things I would... Never say never. I was going to say probably wouldn't watch otherwise, 
But if I'm being honest, maybe like on a weekend here and there. But I am just like smashing through these trashy shows because they're just such an escape. Yeah, they're they're like kind of medicinal. Oh yeah, I'm watching this one that just came out and it's awful. Like, I mean, it's awful. <laughs> it's like one star and five stars at the same time. You know, it's awful, but it's great. Um, called Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. And it's just... Oh, be- I just saw a preview for that. Yeah. It's beautiful people in a beautiful location. And I'm watching it just for the fun they're having. Like, I, I got to see. I, I got to live. I-, I can't go to the beach. I can't wear the bikini and go and have a fun drink. So I got to watch these people do it. Yeah, that's okay. Some vicarious feeling. Totally. Um, and then I'm also watching, like, a ton of any Bravo fans out there. Um, I've always been loyal to my housewives. I've always been loyal to some of the spinoffs that have many seasons. But Ryan and I decided to go down uh, memory lane and watch a few of the like one-off, one-season canceled shows um, because they're so easy to like. You know, you consume them in like a day <laughs> or two. Right, and then you're not committing to this like weeks of having to watch and catch up. And right. Finish. And it's like, okay, this only had one season, eight episodes. Let's see what it was about. So we are just like flying through the gallery girls of it all. Opry Ski, Timber Creek Lodge, like all these great dramatic one season shows. And it's just, (laughs) I can't, like you said, I can't commit to something right now, but I can definitely like go in and out of a show like that. And it's been nice and comforting. Um, It's nice to check out for a little while too. Yeah. And like you said, the old nostalgic shows, like we always end our night with Friends and Seinfeld. And just yeah, like those so things you can quote in your sleep. Yeah, and count on, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, they're never going anywhere, you know? Just No, I love it. I love it too. Um, what about reading? Have you been reading anything? I know you're working, so you're, you don't have yeah, a... Yeah, I haven't. I really haven't been reading much. I do have a list of reading recommendations, and those I will definitely follow. Um, and... Um, yeah, my friend was just telling me about some really great stuff that she's been reading lately. I have lots of recommendations of all types of genres, so I will be ready for that when I'm able to get into the mindset, but I haven't, no, I haven't really been doing, between work and walking and watching Dawson's Creek and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I haven't had time to watch else. You know what I found funny about, I'm such an avid reader, I love reading, um, I'm not reading anything, like, crazy intellectual, it's a lot of, like, like fiction and, and like thriller and fun. Um, but I've noticed that during this time, I cannot sit down with a physical book in the silence and read. Like I'm having a hard time focusing something that I, but something that I usually love to do. Like if before this quarantine, you said like you can lay in bed and read for eight hours, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I can't sit alone in the silence during this time. So I always have music on or I always have uh, the TV on, which I never do. Um, And with reading, the only way I'm able to do it is through Audible. So I have to listen to the books because I don't know, I need that. Like, I don't know if it's like not wanting to be alone with my thoughts or it's like just too much. Um, But I'm having a hard time focusing like on physically reading. But I've been listening to so many books and I'm going so against the genres that I usually love, and I can only right now exclusively listen to memoirs. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's almost like I can't follow like a plot. I don't know. It sounds like maybe weird, but maybe some people are shaking their head. Yes, like I just can't sit down and like follow all these plot lines. Like it, it feels too overwhelming. But I no, can- I get that. I get that. There's a lot of information that's being crammed into our brains every day right now, and um, I think that it's hard to take a lot on and to keep and to try and follow a plot line when you're also um, retaining so much else about 
your immediate life and the state of the world at this moment. Right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if other people are feeling that sort of like brain fog and like lack of attention span that they usually have. Um, but I need something like linear. I like to follow the timeline and generally the memoirs are always like tied up in a nice bow, um, at the end. And it's just, I think that's like all I can take on right now. But that being said, I have like, I've been listening to a ton of them. Um, and so I have a few that I wanted to recommend. What you're saying too about, um, like focusing, not being able to sit in silence when it's something that before, if you had a day off, you would have relished. I saw a really, you know, the quarantine memes are really big right now. And I saw one yesterday and it was a person, um, and it basically was, you know, all I, you have six weeks off from work to lie down and relax and read and do nothing or not even read, relax and do nothing. And then the other half of it was like, you have six weeks off of work to dust your windows and wash your curtains and vacuum. And and I feel like everyone, like you go back and forth between each extreme so much that we all just kind of land in the middle somewhere. A hundred percent. Some days. And I know we laughed about this the other day on the phone because we both did it on the same day somehow. Um, we both washed our walls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you've ever washed your walls? But it felt great after. Felt great, looked great. Didn't realize they needed to be washed so badly. No, same. Um, that was disturbing. No, some days I am like a spinning like cyclone through my apartment, just like cleaning, dusting, like vacuuming under Ryan's feet and he's looking at me like I'm insane. And then some days it's like 4 p.m. I'm in like a stained pajamas from my lunch watching episode 75 of the Mindy Project like yes there's just sometimes no no in between um but I'm trying my best and I'm sure you are too to like find balance structure you know yeah normal it's hard to find but you know as long as we just keep trying that's all that matters yeah um so yeah no that makes sense like it's all in how you frame it right like if it was a fake thing like you have six weeks off to lay and, and read you'd be like oh my gosh amazing but now we do have six weeks plus off but it's right. like okay but you didn't tell us about the global pandemic and the stress and the uncertainty and just like the existential crisis that's going to go along with the six weeks plus off work so where does this leave me productivity wise <laughs> yeah like i just don't think i can follow the plot line of this made-up thriller right now yeah let me absolutely. listen to people's real lives for like some normalcy yeah. Um, so some of my favorite ones I read this year, or I should say like, though they've kind of been since January though. Um, Name Drop by Ross Matthews, Open Book by Jessica Simpson. Um, what are, I read both Mindy's books. We love Mindy. Big Mindy yeah. episode. Big Mindy fan. And yeah. she's a Massachusetts native. Maybe that's why we love her so much. Um, yeah. Scrappy she, little... She just really get, maybe she gets us. Mindy, if... If you're listening right now, thank you for getting us. Yeah, she just totally gets us. She creates all the content we need for the quarantine. I've watched every episode of her show and now read both of her books. So I feel like Mindy is quarantining with me. Yeah, she is. Um, Scrappy Little Nobody by Anna Kendrick. That was cute. And I think she's from Mass- Is she from Massachusetts too? No, she's from Maine, I think. Oh, yes. East Coast girl. Okay. Um, Busy Phillips, This Will Only Hurt a Little. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Rachel Dredge. I know she's a mass girl. Um, she's a mass girl. Yes. Love Rachel Dredge. Love, Love Rachel her. Dredge. Her book was good. I finished it last night. Girl Walks Into a Bar. Um, she's so funny. Yeah, that was actually, I didn't know, it's one of those things, like, she's a character actress and of course on SNL, so I've always known her and I've always loved her, but I knew nothing about her. Mm-hmm. I think I, after seeing her as a character actress in so many random um, comedy and film projects, I think I've started, she's one who was on my radar, like Googling and reading about her. And Yeah. Um, like having her baby so much later in life. 
Yeah. And and surprised, like su- not planned. Yeah, I think she was like 44, 45. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved it. It was like, and she was so honest and transparent. And that's the other thing too that I've been enjoying about these memoirs is just like the transparency and the honesty. Um, even if I'm not like a, even if I'm indifferent about the person going into the book, I always come out being like, wow, okay. Like I, I can appreciate their honesty. Yeah, and it's really interesting to have a glimpse into their lives, especially right. being such public figures. Totally. And then the last one I read was The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Do you watch her show on HBO, Insecure? I don't. Okay, that's a good show. I know you're not going to watch it, but everybody <laughs> else, that's like a really good show. I know Julie will say she'll check it out, but will she? Yeah, totally check it out. <laughs> um, that one was good. And then last night I started... Um, Jenny Mullen's book. She's married to Jason Biggs from the American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. And her book's really funny and, and very honest. And it's called Live Fast, Die Hot. <laughs> oh, I've actually heard of that one. Yeah. So I just started that one uh, this morning. So, so far, so good. You've got a good reading list. Yeah. Uh, more listening, I guess. But yeah, it's been good to sort of like, I don't know, maybe that's like filling in that void of hanging out with friends and listening to their stories. I don't know. It's something because it's a lot of women. Um, and a lot of comedians. Yeah. I think I'm just looking for that, like entertainment and, and, and chatting one way chatting. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it fills some kind of a void. So why not? Totally. Okay. For movement, what are you doing to like get up, move your body? I know you're walking a, a ton. That's mostly it. Yeah. Um, I do some like short cardio videos sometimes from YouTube for like 25 to 30 minutes, but um, mostly just walking around and walking in the neighborhood, um, going at off-peak times when there are people around. Smart. I like that. Um, yeah, can we talk about the girls in these videos for a moment? Because ugh, I'm in awe every time. I tried one of the videos you sent me, and I'm just watching the girls, and I'm just like, how is she? She looks perfect, and she's not really sweating, and she's talking through it and doing the exercise. Like, that is a very big talent. Like, that's a whole lot going on. I'm, like, winded and sweating profusely. I know. There's no way. I mean, and it looks like they're doing all of it with little to no effort. Oh, Just my gosh. I'm like, why am I panting in my living room right now? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing the same. I've been trying to walk. But for Ryan, because he is immunocompromised and he can't go to the gym, obviously, um, and he really can't right. even go out walking if he's, like, you know – because he gets, rightfully so, too nervous. Um, we tried to, like, now, we have only a two-bedroom apartment. It's not this, like, huge, you know, penthouse. But we tried to turn, like, a, our little dining area into, like, a makeshift LA fitness. So we have our yoga mat. We have, like, the that, what is that big exercise ball called that you sit on? Is it just called an exercise ball? Like the big sure. ones. Yeah. Exercise ball. Yes. Um, you can tell I love working out. Um, oh, you know what? Maybe it's called a large exercise ball. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think that is the correct name. Please don't confuse them. Yeah, my bad. Um, we have like makeshift weights. We're using like gallons of water for weights. And then I got on Amazon um, a bike stand to make his mountain bike, um, what's the word, stationary. And mm-hmm. so that's been a big help because, you know, that's great. we do, you and I, like, and others have the, the luxury of going outside, you know, and still feeling pretty safe if, as long as you're, like you said, going on offbeat times, mask and gloves, all the proper precautions. Um, but for, yeah, for immunocompromised people, it's different and harder and scary and, 
and all, all, of, all of that. Um, so it's nice to sort of like get creative and resourceful <laughs> inside our homes to keep, keep up with it all. Um, yeah. Because movement's like a big part of life for him. And so, you know, we had to get creative. So I'm sure other people are getting creative. I've seen a lot of people on Instagram doing their at-home workouts. Yeah, I'm just trying to do the same. My Pilates studio is actually doing a lot of like uh, Zoom classes and Instagram live classes, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So I can still sort of like check in with my teacher. And then if you do the Zoom ones, you can sort of like see the people you usually go to class with. And that's been kind of comforting. Oh, that's really great. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like you guys are really making the most of what you have at home and just making it work. Yeah, I mean, we're trying. But of course, like it's you miss the, the real deal. But just doing the yeah. best we can as usual. Yeah, um, that's all you can do. Yeah. What's something new you've been, do you try anything new? What is something, I mean, working from home. Yeah, that's working insane. Working from home is new. I don't think I've done that before. And it is so weird. And I live alone. And so this is a lot of time to be spending with myself. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some perks, obviously. Um, being able to wear leggings. <laughs> I was going to say having a business on the top and a party on the bottom. That's a nice Yeah, bonus. that's totally what it's been, cooking my meals at home. Um, so that's been really, really different and new. And there are some things about it I really enjoy. And then other aspects that I really miss about being in person with coworkers. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's a lot of the technology has been something new that I've been trying, like um, Zoom, and then house party, which is like that multi-person FaceTime and you can play games on it. Um, yeah, I need to get that one. People love that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I actually just the other day was my mom's friend's birthday. And so um, I, I think she sent everyone the invite of, to get the app. And then I sort of like ran it for them, got them all in the quote unquote room of the house and then I left, you know, so they could have like a little birthday party chat and, oh my and FaceTime. Gosh, I love that. Yeah, it was actually really cute. Uh, I think it was like six of them together, which was nice. Um, but it's good to be able to like show them how they can use technology too. But yeah, the technology of it all, I've, I've been going back to all those games you used to play like five, six years ago, like games with friends, draw that drawing game that people do. Um, tons of things to just stay connected. Lots more technology than I've been using in the past few years. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And then I've been doing a ton of new skincare. I feel like that's been like a way to pass the time, like the self-care and skincare. Yeah. Um, I've been trying some new products and I'll have to like link them because some of them are good. But the one thing that I'm telling everybody to get is these Lemieux BioCell face masks. They brighten and clarify. I'll have to like link it. I'll, I'll text it. To, I, I don't know. Did I, I may have sent it to you. A few of Ryan's cousins got them um, after my recommendation, but I've been just trying all the, I feel like I'm saving money in some areas and then just spending money frivolously in other areas. I definitely feel that too, for sure. Yeah. Like what's something that you purchased that you would not have purchased before? Um, uh, I purchased, well, a good volume of shoes this week. Normally I might get a pair, but I've gotten a few. Yes. I got this, this hair appliance. Um, it's not a curling iron and it's not a straightener. It's supposed to make like loose waves, like beach waves in your Ooh, hair. Love that. So they, they have one called the beach waver and that's kind of the big signature one, but it's very expensive. Um, so I thought I would try out a different brand. I found one from Bedhead and I actually really love Bedhead's products. Yeah, they have great stuff. So um, we'll see. It's supposed to come today, I think. Oh, and, and that's the thing too. Like you get so excited about your packages now. <laughs> I know, and it was like a quarter the cost of the beach waiver, and it had excellent reviews, so um, I'll have to send you a little selfie after I give it a um, go. Absolutely. Please do. But that's been my novelty purchase for sure. Yeah, I've been like just buying so much. I mean, I, 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 
I'm a big person into skincare. Like that's something that's important to me, but I've just like certain products that I've heard recommended have great reviews. I would be like, oh, maybe down the line, down the line. Now I'm like, I am sparing no expense. I'm like, money is no object. Give me all money the Kate no Somerville. Object. Yeah, give me all the Drunk Elephant, all the Ordinary, every brand. I am just like <laughs> testing it all out. So if I don't come out of this quarantine glowing between all that and not wearing makeup, I don't know what to tell you. There's just no no hope for the skin. If that's oh, you'll you'll come out glowing, absolutely. Have you been wearing? Oh, you don't really wear a ton of makeup anyway, right? Like even to work. I don't know. I don't wear makeup. I don't yeah. wear makeup to work. Um, if I'm going out out somewhere, like you know, a concert or drinks, then I'll put like eyeliner and mascara on. But um, I really don't. I don't do a full face. I I go for months without putting anything on at all. So that's so that nice. Happens. Hasn't really made a big difference for me. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you're sort of used to this. For me, I've been wearing a full face of makeup since I was like 15, 14, 15 maybe. And so mm-hmm. you're talking like almost 20 years of like every single day putting a face full of makeup on. So my skin at first did not know what to do. Like when I was going like a few days and then into a week and then into a month of no makeup, I think at first my skin like reacted like it was detoxing everything out, so it looked worse than ever. And then mm-hmm. you sort of like turn the corner and it's like, oh, okay. My skin's like, all right, this is nice. I can breathe. Um, and then yesterday I had a, a Zoom and it wasn't like a social Zoom. It was for work. So I, ha- I, I like bit the bullet and put makeup on. And I was like, wow, this having not worn it for over a month, this feels so heavy. And I, can, I never understood like what people would be like, wearing it once in a while like for a wedding or something and they're like wow this is so like thick and heavy I'd be like no this is nothing but now I for the first time have felt that feeling of like oh this is actually like thick and I actually can't wait to get it off oh yeah that makes sense though which is crazy because I love makeup and I like love that I take like comfort in having it on like sort of like you know just makes you and feel a little really, bit better really good at, you're really good at it too thank you yeah I've been working on it for a while since I was like a teen but this has been like a nice change of pace and and it's kind of just like nice for everything to be a little bit more natural. Like, of course, everyone's hair is overgrown, eyebrows are overgrown, everything's like everyone needs so their I've, services. I've never, um, I've never touched my eyebrows. Like, never waxed, never plucked, never anything to oh them. Oh my gosh, you are like goals. You're like must be thriving in the quarantine. Then this is like all good for you. <laughs> Well, that's, you know. Skincare wise, I guess. <laughs> Skincare wise, things yeah. have remained status quo for sure. I can't believe you've never touched your eyebrows. You have really nice eyebrows, though. I don't know. I think they're just like normal. I, they're light, and so they don't really kick up any kind of a fuss. Yeah, but they're like nice and thick. Like they're like very in right now. Are they? Your natural they brow in? is very in. That's great. I've waited 35 years for them to finally be in. Oh my gosh. Now's your moment. Now's my moment. Let me shine. Okay, what is something you were surprised by? Like, is there anything that, like, as you sit and ponder about during this time, like, wow, I'm really surprised by this? Hmm. Um, I'm surprised at how well people have adapted to communicating through new technology. Mm-hmm. Um, people of all generations. I've seen everyone on Zoom, um, you know, friends, family, coworkers. People are really making the effort Um, to navigate this whole new communication system. Um, So that's been surprising. And then what else? You know, I think that um, the amount of people who do go out every day, like walking for the most part, maintaining social distance, 
it's I as someone who's been an avid walker before all of this happened to see everyone out enjoying and making the most of the fresh air it has been a very pleasant surprise and hopefully something that people will keep in their routines after this is all done oh for sure my mom has like been walking every day with my dad and he has always been a big walker like miles and miles like I remember every Thanksgiving he would walk from Southie to Milton and like shower and then have his Thanksgiving dinner. Like that was always his tradition. So he'd walk like, you know. I love that. Yeah, isn't that a great one? So he's yeah. always been a big walker. So he would always do his walks alone. But now, of course, where it's like sort of one of the only things you can safely do and feel good about. And it's like healthy. My mom's been joining him and she was like, Keelan, I feel great. Like, I don't know why. Like, I never really took big walks before. She's like, but walking is making a huge comeback right now. And I'm definitely going to keep this going for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think something I was surprised by is just, like, how quickly the world can change. Like, it's just the whole world and so quickly. And I just didn't – of course, it's the first time all of us are experiencing something like this. And so to just see, like, the NBA be shut down, like, Comic-Con is canceled for the first time in its history. Like, just big yeah. things that you didn't think could just, like, happen overnight happened overnight. At the drop of a hat. Yeah. yeah. And I just – like, it's very surprising. But I'm also surprised at, like, you know – People's creativity, I should say, because I see a lot of people who um, own small businesses or they're influencers or they're like, you know, they have a job that requires events and going out and like networking and and being together and just like noticing how people are getting creative with it um, online, especially online, I should say. Um, Just like thinking outside the box, like even yesterday when I had my meeting with work, like um, it's for a nonprofit and we do a lot of events throughout the year and it's like, well, a lot of these events probably aren't going to happen. So let's get creative. What can we do? Like, how can we still keep people engaged? People finding ways to keep others engaged and, and interested. I've been surprised and pleasantly surprised at how creative people are. And it's inspiring. And how, receptive peop- and how receptive people have been to that. I think that's a really great point you make. Yeah. Um, okay. And finally, what is the first thing you're going to do when it's all good? We get on the other side of this and there's a big <laughs> rainbow over our heads. Like Casey Musgrave <laughs> says, what I've is the first thing you do? I've given some thought to this. Okay. And my answer is I'm going to go out, meet up with a couple of friends, sit on a patio outside in the sunshine, enjoy a margarita or two. And I think that's it. Like the social connection, sitting outside, being amongst people in the nice weather. Um, yeah, that sounds absolutely phenomenal. And I'm just like never going to be that person again who's like, eh, I don't really want to go. I'm going to cancel. No more canceling. Yeah. My canceling days are gone. I'll be there. I'm name not. a time, name a date. Middle yeah. of the night, early morning, sure. Let's go out. I saw this meme that was like, party starts at eight. Great. I'll be there at six to help you set up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm never going to be that person again. Um, yeah, I just like, and, and some things I'm just never going to take for granted again. Like, you know, when you go to the movies and it's so crowded cause it's a new movie and everyone's excited for it, but you're like, Oh, everyone's on top of me. I just yes. can't wait to be in a crowded movie theater again and not have like <laughs> huge anxiety, like pit in my stomach. Um, I can't wait to go to a crowded restaurant and just like be unable to hear my dining partner because it's just so yes, loud. You're like the <laughs> clanging of the silverware and the music in the background. Oh my gosh. People just scuttling around. Definitely. Because once it's taken away, man, you really, you look with you a new set of eyes, you know? It's very impactful. Yeah. And then also I think I just want to like go, you know, like I want to take a trip maybe. And like when it's of course all said and done, um, Ryan and I were supposed to go to Hawaii, um, like now. 
I think we're supposed to be there now. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are supposed to be there now. <laughs> um, oh no! <laughs> so it's okay because, you know, we're healthy, we're good, we're riding the wave together. And like, I'm just so grateful for the luxury to be able to stay home with, you know, and be with him. Um, we're yeah. not quarantined separately. I'm not like stuck anywhere. He's not stuck anywhere. We're both feeling good and my entire extended family. Um, so I'm just trying to remain grateful. And then, yeah, but once it's good to go, we will be in Maui. Yeah, travel is another thing. Like me, maybe even before the margarita, I'm a big traveler, as you know. And so I'll, I certainly have been missing that. Oh, well, I have a great solution for that. Um, I live in California. You oh, could travel like, to California. Like the other side of the country? Is mm-hmm. that where that is? It's considered yeah. travel. And then we also have some pretty phenomenal margaritas. Wow. Well, you could kill so, two birds uh, with I'm one stone. Is, I could kill all of these birds with the swoop of one stone. Exactly. And I think that we should have our first margarita at Shutters on the Beach. Okay. You had me at beach. Okay. okay. Sold. It's great people watching. It's a vibe. It's a mood. And actually, Shutters is kind of like Newport-esque. Um, oh. Julie and I went to college in Newport, Rhode Island, and it is very like Newport-esque. Um, okay. So yeah, that might, be, that might be the vibe. I'm all in. Perfect. All right. Well, um, I guess that's pretty much it. Do you have anything you want to add? No, thank you so much for having me on again. It is always a giant pleasure. Of course. And I want to thank you too. Uh, Julie's a teacher. She is just like handling this distance learning as best she can. She's navigating. She is keeping her kids engaged. She's going above and beyond to make sure that those kids are getting what they need, that they don't feel alone, that they have things they can do that are not only educational, but also fun. Um, and she's navigating all of that while sorting out her own life and like looking at the world (laughs) through these crazy pandemic eyes. Um, and so I want to thank you, Julie, for doing what you do because you are making the world a better place every single day. Thank you. Me and thousands of others. Thank you, Kate. All right. Love you so much. Love you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye.